This video is brought to you by Devout Decals, makers of reusable Catholic art for your home altar, your bedroom, and your home classroom. In the minds of many Catholics, perhaps the worst moment in church history has been the Pacamama debacle from late 2019. That seemed to kick off the woes of the past few years. That debacle is one that just will not go away either. It's right up there with the infamous Assisi prayer conferences of the 1980s both of which really opened the eyes of many Catholics to the state of the church in our time. We have an event that may actually be worse than Pacamama now, or is at the very least pretty close to it in its sinfulness. Francis is inaugurating the Abrahamic Prayer House in the UAE, and it's a direct rejection of the Catholic dogma of extra ecclesium nulla salus. Outside the church, there is no salvation. The new home of three houses of worship sharing one complex of land is set to open on March 1st to the public and is already open to those who want to go there and worship now. Amazingly, the story has gotten little attention, at least at the time of the recording of this, but it, it, the news broke to be perfectly coinciding with Archbishop Vigano linking the Pacamama debacle to the underlying values that led to the mess to the recent story of the FBI memo that made national headlines. It's good timing on all this. So... Let's take a closer look at this mess because it's key to understanding the crisis in the church in our time. But before we do that, I wanted to thank the patrons and channel members of Return to Tradition for their continued support for the work that I do here. Their support keeps these messages coming, so a big thanks to them. If you want to join in supporting this work, you can click the join button below or you can follow the links in the description box to Subscribestar, which is an alternative to Patreon that respects you the opinions of the creators and of subscribers, as well as, of course, the Patreon, too. It costs about a dollar a month or more. Thanks, and on to the bizarre news, which is the fulfillment of Francis's Abrahamic house, where the big three Abrahamic religions of the world will have temples on the same property to worship what the modernists all call is the same God in three different traditions, which is heresy. It's a form of syncretism, to be sure, but that isn't stopping anyone from pushing this wickedness onto the church. This Abrahamic house has already been compared to the Pacamama event of 2019. Given the condition of the world geopolitically right now, that's not exactly a good thing in the slightest. Now, here's a picture of what was initially reported as being called His Holiness Francis Church. Seriously, that's what was it was called, which is a Christian church that was allegedly, emphasis on allegedly, named after a living alleged pontiff. And I say allegedly because some are now disputing that it was really named after him at all especially since some media outlets actually called it St. Francis of Assisi. They say it was a mistranslation and that actually it was named after St. Francis of Assisi. Now, even if that's true, that's an abomination. St. Francis of Assisi would not participate in anything like this at all. The saint went to the leaders of the more, shall we say, aggressive of the Abrahamic traditions and preached Christ Jesus and him crucified and resurrected from the dead, knowing it would cost St. Francis his life. But the fact that he survived the encounter is a miracle in itself. But that isn't stopping the modernist from co-opting the name of St. Francis for Assisi for quite literally the opposite of the work he would have done in life. In case you don't remember this story, back in 2019, Francis met with the leaders of the other two big Abraham traditions and signed a joint declaration with them that Bishop Athanasius Schneider publicly condemned later. The statement heretically claimed that God willed a diversity of faith traditions. Schneider had a field day with that statement and brings up in his interviews of this still nearly four years later, after the initial event. Bishop Schneider described Francis's theology about ecumenism and the heresy involved perfectly as EWTN reported on this topic a few years ago. Quote, 
Speaking to EWTN on September 14th in Kazakhstan, Bishop Athanasius Schneider said the Congress attended by Pope Francis risked giving the impression of a, quote, supermarket of religions. While praising the Congress for promoting, quote, understanding, harmony, and peace, Schneider warned, reporting to the National Catholic Register, quote, there is also a danger that we, the Catholic Church, should not appear simply as one of many religions. We are not one of the many religions. We're the only one true religion which God commanded to all people to believe, Schneider told EWTN's Alexei Gotovsky. There is no other way to salvation. End quote. That is basic Catholicism 101, and it's one of the hardest teachings of the church, one that many find objectionable. Francis has himself been on an endless tour calling for more acceptance of the ideas of others on this. And it's one of the issues that lies at the heart of his disdain for the traditional mass, by the way, and traditional Catholics, which makes clear that the Catholic faith is the only way to heaven. That is a basic teaching of the faith. Now, from a secular outlet called The National, we get this story, the more recent update to this. Quote, the powerful message of coexistence, this, the Abrahamic sends out, is unmistakable. The president of the UAE, who initially announced the project in February 2019, said on Thursday that the inauguration of the complex was in line with the UAE's celebration of diversity and tolerance. The UAE's deputy prime minister and minister of interior and minister of tolerance and coexistence officially inaugurated the faith center on Thursday saying the religious gathering place, quote, embodies the UAE's value of mutual respect and peaceful coexistence, end quote. Secular leaders having that attitude in a place like that is one thing. It's certainly different when the man the world sees as Pope does that. That's an entirely different problem. It's an endorsement and furthering a lot of a lot of the theological errors that help cement these ideas in the church. And when inevitably a future pontiff comes along and corrects them, this will undoubtedly cause problems for the church and the faithful in the future and whenever that happens. Now, as you might imagine, Archbishop Vigano had some strong words about all this, though this time they were inadvertent. He actually wrote a letter published by LifeSite News a few days ago that was a response to the whole FBI story. And it was, quite frankly, way too spicy for me to put in its entirety here on this platform. In fact, it's a follow-up to another letter he released on LifeSite that is way too much for this place. But I'll quote him a bit here from the more recent one. Vigano is weighing in on the coming suppression of the traditional Latin mass that is rumored to happen on April 3rd, and he links the underlying attitude from Rome about traditional Catholics to the revelation about the FBI keeping tabs on traditional Catholics. In Vigano's eyes, the two stories are linked, and they are both linked to the Pacamama debacle, which is why I started this asking if this was worse than the Pacamama debacle. And I've seen other people asking this on social media, too. Since this act by Francis helps provide a home for the worship of, frankly, evil. Vigano seems to think the thinking behind this Abrahamic house is linked to that bombshell of a story from a few days ago involving the FBI. So according to the Archbishop, quote, This news should be read, in my opinion, as a logical and necessary consequence of another analogous and similar event, the idolatrous worship rendered by the leaders of the Catholic hierarchy to the demon of the Pacamama, in St. Peter's Basilica and in other Catholic churches, and the simultaneous persecution of traditional Catholics by the ecclesiastical authority with the motu proprio traditionis custodis and with its further restrictions, which are said to be imminent. This operation of the criminalization of dissent on the part of temporal and spiritual power is not accidental and ought to arouse a very firm condemnation and decisive opposition, both from citizens and their representatives in civil institutions, and also from the faithful and, above all, 
from their pastors. A condemnation that cannot be limited to this recent episode, which is very serious in itself, but which must also be extended to the disturbing uh, secretive plan of deviated parts of the state collaborating with deviated parts of the church. On the one hand, the um, embedded government, and on the other hand, the embedded church, both of which are corrupt and subservient to the elite with subversive purposes whose ideological bases are united by hatred of Christ, the church, and the holy mass. End quote. Again, that's the FBI story linked to the Pacamama debacle and the persecution of traditional Catholics. And look, I'm all for getting along with people as a general rule, but the Abrahamic house goes far beyond that, and its underlying values are those of the world, and traditional Catholics categorically reject the values of the world on the issue of God and the worship he is due. Sacred scripture inerrantly tells us to keep no strange gods before him. And now Francis has helped build a house of worship for strange gods. It's all very tiresome. And of course, dissenting from this act puts you in opposition to both Rome and the secular authorities, who love seeing the Catholic Church denigrate itself in these ways. And of course, those who reject this denigration of Christ and his church are the ones who face opposition from the secular powers of the world. And make no mistake, that memo may have been retracted. That doesn't mean the policy has been. And all this takes the form of the security arm of the world watching those who dissent on this and other issues. Back to Archbishop Vigno's letter, where he says, quote, The profiling of traditional Catholics by the intelligence services appears unjustified only if we mistakenly assume that the current rulers pursue the common good and the security of the nation. But it is amply justified when they have as their aim the imposition of the worship of the system of the beast, which is intrinsically antichristic and irreconcilable with the Christian faith. At the same time, the persecution of the faithful linked to the Tridentine liturgy by the Catholic hierarchy is unheard of and unthinkable only if we persist in presupposing in pastors' zeal for the glory of God and for the salvation of souls. If we see them for what they really are, namely, wolves in sheep's clothing or mercenaries, their aversion to the apostolic mass is more than understandable, and it would actually be surprising if they did not manifest it with such fury. It is true, we Catholics are a threat to those who want a world rebellious to God and a, quote, synodal church subservient to the spirit of this world. The martyrs bear witness to the heroism of the presence of the Christian name in society, a heroism that faces torments and death inflicted on those from whom a twisted authority considers enemies because it knows and fears their example, and above all, the explosive power of the gospel. If we understand that there is no third way, no sort of synthesis that combines the thesis of good and the antithesis of evil, then we must choose on which side to fight, just as the wicked have done. We will have some chance of resistance and victory. You are the salt of the earth. See the Gospel of Matthew chapter 5, verse 13. Asking for tolerance in a sick world does not preserve us from contagion, but serves only to postpone our cancellation, depriving us of flavor and destining us to be trampled on by men. End quote. Better to be trampled on by men than to hear the words from our Lord at our judgment, I never knew you, depart from me. Now, this combination of the thesis of good and the antithesis of evil is behind the concept of syncretism, which I've discussed before. The quick version is that syncretism is essentially combining Catholicism with other faiths. It's condemned by the church. In this case, the combination is only in spirit with the others in that Abrahamic house. The real combination is with secularism and its total lack of convictions. 
even its hostility to convictions about the question of God. This goes beyond merely pinching incense to Caesar on the question of religious liberty. The church did that back at Vatican II. Now, this is far worse. This is at willingly adopting the secular view of these matters and adopting them as the church's position moving forward. Down that path lies nothing but divine chastisement. I'm curious, though, what you think of this story. Is the naming of the house His Holiness Francis Church a typo as reported? News outlets called it St. Francis of Assisi Church, though the official Abrahamic House Twitter account called it His Holiness Francis Church. You think that's a typo? Does the name really matter, though, given the blasphemous nature of this thing? And is Vigano right on this, or are all these stories linked together? Let me know in the comments, please. Like and subscribe if you haven't. It does help, as does sharing this on social media. That helps a lot, too. As always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.